This podcast trailer and prologue episode is being recorded on July 2nd, 2020, and is being released a little while later in the United States of America. Looking at America at this moment, there are a lot of concerns. Americans are concerned that over 125,000 of their fellow Americans have died from COVID-19, and that it's very apparent from the federal government to the individual person that people at every level have failed and are failing to protect themselves and each other from COVID-19. Americans are concerned of systemic racism embedded in all aspects of American life, that the color of your skin affects where you might work, where you might live, and whether or not the justice system serves and protects you, as it failed to serve George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and thousands of other black and brown Americans over decades. Without getting too political, and gosh, I had to rewrite this a few times, Americans are concerned with actions by the federal government. You can take that to mean the Trump administration and the Republican Senate, or perhaps the Democratic House of Representatives and this super liberal Supreme Court all of a sudden. Either way, if you watch the news, be that CNN, MSNBC, Fox, you're probably mad at one side. And gosh, I might say more if I wasn't a public school teacher, but here we are, I guess. And hey, maybe you do think America is doing just fine, and it's a tough time and we will ride this out, but I encourage you to look again. Is America doing enough to prevent the spread of COVID-19? And in 2020, has America solved its problem of systemic racism? And as much as I've just been talking about it, this podcast is not about modern American life or America's Democratic Republic. It's about the Roman Republic and how it died. Before we get into the Romans, I want to keep on America just a bit longer. Ask yourself, how has your country changed since its beginning? If you're not an American, think on your own country's history. But for now, we're sticking with the U.S. of A. Once 13 original colonies, those colonies gained independence and created a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. But over nearly 250 years of American history, my country has changed a lot. America has seen the abolition of slavery and endured a civil war. Americans have battled and killed Native Americans, Mexicans, Spaniards, and more in pursuit of more land, and now America's borders stretch from coast to coast and beyond. America has experienced many social movements, like those to advance the rights of women and people of color, movements which continue today. America has gone from 13 renegade colonies to an influential world leader. Another question to ask, how has America's government changed since its beginning? Perhaps on the surface, not a lot here. America is still led by a president, America still has three branches of government that check and balance each other's power, and Americans still democratically vote for leaders they believe will best represent their interests. But would America's founding fathers recognize America today? What would George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, and others say about modern politics? Republicans and Democrats didn't exist in 1776. Maybe you think the Republican Party is corrupt, or the Democratic Party is corrupt, or both parties are corrupt. Do you believe America's justice system is fair? That America has free and fair elections? What trajectory is America's government heading towards? Is it good or bad? Does the power to affect American politics lie in the hands of the people? Or is an increasing small number of individuals, be them Republicans, Democrats, billionaires, or what have you, really pull the strings in American politics? The American Revolution was fought so Americans wouldn't have to live under the tyranny of a king. However, a lot can and has changed in 250 years. While a king couldn't come in and rule America today, what about in 50 years? Or 100? Or 200 out? If you're not an American, the same basic question still stands. 
That is, how has your country changed since its foundation? How has your government changed? Is your system of government working fairly, or is some group in some way manipulating the system to gain power? All valuable questions to consider as a citizen of your country, but as previously said, this series isn't about modern democratic republics or constitutional monarchies. It's about the death of the Roman Republic, and how that republic came not to be ruled by a king, but an emperor. Like Americans and other peoples around the world, the Romans were once ruled by kings for almost 250 years, but Romans proudly got rid of their kings in 509 BCE, 509 years before the birth of Christ. In 509 BCE, the Romans established the Republic. The Roman Republic is probably similar in some ways to your own government. Romans would elect leaders to lead them, protect them, and represent their interests. Roman leaders shared power and could check and balance each other. This way, the Republic could not be controlled by one man. But over the course of 482 years, Rome changed. Its size changed, its people changed, its government changed, and in 27 BCE, the Republic as we understand it no longer existed. In 27 BCE, Rome's first emperor came into power. It took almost 500 years, but a people who had so hated monarchs were ruled by one once more. But it wasn't by the will of a single person that the Republic died, but the actions, large and small, of generations of Roman politicians, all vying for power. We will examine about 100 turbulent years of Roman history, from 133 BCE to 27 BCE. In this period, Roman politicians, their bitter rivalries, civil wars, and other actions tore their Republic apart. In this series, we'll examine the cast of characters who slowly destroyed the Republic and how they justified it. Whether you already know everything about this topic or know nothing, I hope that there's something here for everyone. As I say to my students, Come for the facts, stay for the fun. At the very least, hopefully you'll find some entertainment in this multi-generational political drama. I'm a fan of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, and some seasons of its TV adaptation, Game of Thrones. The power struggle at the end of the Roman Republic is similar to that of Game of Thrones. Roman politicians lusted after women, made and broke alliances to serve their interests, assassinated their enemies, and launched civil wars. Rival politicians and their families would spill each other's blood in pursuit of power and destroy their republic. I would describe this as a PG-13 podcast, not because of swearing or cursing, but mature themes. For one, sex and adultery come up from time to time. An even bigger theme is violence. Violence like war or battle occur in every episode. Sometimes the violence is a lot more personal to people. Suicide occurs at points, and at least one instance of sexual assault will be mentioned. These forms of violence will not be graphically described, but the acts will be noted. If either will occur in an episode, there will be a notice at the start, as that may be an episode you like to skip. This is not a deeply critical analysis of the death of the Republic, but more so, an amateur's history. We won't really cover the subtleties of Roman culture, like the social roles like that of women or slaves. These are going to be broad strokes, the major characters and events that brought about the end of the Roman Republic. Rome was a very patriarchal society, so most of the characters we will meet are male. Of course, we will get into a notable exception when we meet the Queen of the Nile. To address those questions at the beginning of this prologue, maybe you're concerned that your democratic society is in jeopardy, tainted by corruption in the system. Or maybe you believe that while your country has some issues, they will be overcome, and that for the most part, your country is just and maintaining its ideals. Only you can decide that for yourself. Before we start drawing too many comparisons between your country and the dying Roman Republic, 
Understand that no government anywhere in the world copied the Roman Republic because, you know, it died. For as many comparisons as you can make between Rome and your own country, there also exists as many and more fundamental differences and 2,000 years of history. The period we will cover is 133 BCE to 27 BCE. However, before our story starts in earnest, our first two episodes will cover Roman history up to 133 BCE. That is, how the Republic was forged in the first place. In these first two episodes, we'll see the good times roll on, yet also know how the Republic was built on a broken foundation. I'm not a historian myself, but I am an aspiring podcaster with a passion for Roman history. You can expect a new chapter in the story every Wednesday morning. If you're interested in the series, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and tell your friends who you think may be interested in the subject. Feel free to rate on your platform, such as Apple Podcasts as well. You can follow the show on Twitter at D-O-T-R-R-Pod. That stands for Death of the Roman Republic Pod. Follow at D-O-T-R-R-Pod for Roman history memes, updates, and other random stuff. Also feel free to tweet Roman history memes at the show. If you'd like to contact the show via email, you can email dotrrpod at gmail.com. That's dotrrpod at gmail.com to contact the show. Thank you for listening. All that said, friends, Romans, countrymen, I hope you enjoy the series. 